0: Welcome to another episode of Talk About It Sis. I'm your host, Maya, and I'm here with my other host. Hey,
1: it's Alisa here. What's up, y'all?
0: Yeah, so we are episode two today uh season three episode two uh we're happy to be back um and we were just chatting discussing a little bit this week and elisa brought up the subject of soft life so we wanted to like, dive into it but i'll let you start girl
1: yeah i want to like really jump in and kind of talk about what it means to me and like get your perspective on it and and what inspired like us to even have this conversation to begin with so so i'd say um Soft life in the literal sense means to me the opposite of hard, harsh. It also feels like to me that we are choosing to make decisions in life that bring less stress, maybe even having the luxury to do things or paying a premium so that we don't have to deal with certain things, and also leaning into like a certain level of femininity and asking for help. Yeah. So like for me, it's like a lighter choosing a little bit of an easier experience in life. Just as a black woman, it's just a very distinct thing. And yeah, that's kind of like a good sum of how oh. I feel about it. But I'd love to hear like what your perspective is.
0: Um. Yeah, I feel like I agree with a lot of the points you made. I think my first introduction into the idea of soft life, though, was through social media. Um, And I feel like social media is kind of like flaunting soft life as like, I've arrived type thing. So like, I got money now. I don't have to worry about things. Here's my trip to Bali. Here's me sitting in a flower bathtub. (laughs) Here's me living my (laughs) best uh, free life, which I think feels like and that may not necessarily be true but feels like the I have come to financial freedom um and but I don't that's not what soft life means for me I just kind of feel like soft life can be marketed as that and for me soft life is more about um removing anything from my life that causes me any level of stress and trying to live my life with ease like like whatever that means like being able to come home rest Being able to wake up, be happy, you know, and like taking care of my internal self, if that makes Mm. sense. So I think for me, soft life is more emotional, but I think that I can afford to have a soft life because of where I'm in life. So I don't think
1: it's accessible to everyone. So then you kind of go into like what the privilege is. Yeah. of, Of what your idea of what soft life is and it's like it's a privilege you're you're speaking from a privileged perspective and you're aware of that for
0: sure yeah which sounds really weird to say as a black woman right because like i don't know that historically we would consider ourselves privileged in any way um but i think that black women are in a space now where we're getting better jobs we're getting higher education we're allowed to uh you know provide for ourselves in a way not allowed but like we're given the opportunities now that we may you know obviously we still have a long way to go right (laughs) like Mm -hmm. the pay gap but we're not where we were and i think we're making huge strides and i mean it's like black girl magic all the time everywhere you turn now and so Mm -hmm. i feel like we're embracing that and living in that the best way we know how and that includes living a soft life but what do you think
1: yeah, I mean, I really think I feel like initially when we were talking about this, I like in this conversation wanted to even omit the idea about some other facts of what it meant to me, like the the creating creating the space to choose me and like yes, it takes it takes a certain level of privilege to think like that because not everyone can choose themselves. And like, not everyone can create the space to to be able to do that. So like, I completely agree with that piece. I will take it a step further though and challenge it: is that within within our pri- privilege, recognizing that at least I believe there are ways that we can still like have a piece of that soft life, no matter the circumstance or no matter like for the most part. Yeah, yeah, you know, uh,
0: like a slice. I know <laughs> That's why I didn't bring it up. Yeah. No, I mean, it's important to bring up, though. Like, um, the only reason I disagree is because I always go back uh, to something that uh, me and Amanda talked about a lot, which is, like, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, which is, like, Mm -hmm. if you don't know where your next meal is coming from, you're not thinking about meditating, right? Like, you're thinking about where's my food coming from? Where's my shelter? Like, the hierarchy of needs. So, like, last on that is, like am I okay? Right? (laughs) Like, I don't know the exact needs listed out. I can list them out another day, but you get what I'm saying. And so I, in that way, I don't think like, I'm thinking about myself, like when I was in a less financially stable place and like at some of the worst times in my life, I wasn't thinking about my mental health or living a soft life. I was (laughs) thinking about, damn, like (laughs) I need to make some money so I
1: can survive. But you know what too? I think in my experience, when I was when I was in a, a less in a less better off place financially, mm-hmm. I went to nature. Mm-hmm. Like I went outside, I took walks, I used exercise as my way. But then again, privilege knocks on the door because not everyone is able bodied. Mm-hmm. And so and so we we take these turns to try to be relatable enough and, and not feel sorry for being in this position we deserve it. But then at every turn, there's always going to be a disadvantage. There's always going to be someone at the bottom. Yeah. You know. Which sucks. It sucks. sucks really bad.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm really grateful to be able to live my version of what a soft life looks now. And like you said, sometimes, yes, privilege is there. But like, like you said, it doesn't always have to be about money. It can be about self-care and sometimes that is found in just like the little things of like coming home and drinking a cup of tea and deciding I'm going to get off of all social media and sit down on the couch and just rest, right? Or deciding yeah. I'm actually going to take my days off to have a day off, right? Like, right. let me just sit in the house and lay, and
1: sleep and do nothing all day. That to me is a soft life. I mean, I think that points to, to the connection of or recognizing the connection between soft life and mental health as well.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, for sure.
1: like either either using your resources to go outside of yourself to get the therapy um, or having a little less um, resources or not going that more clinical route and doing things like for me, a walk, cute little walk down the park by the water. For me, that's like a mm-hmm. cute little mental getting some sun. Yeah. Like that is shown. I I I don't know all the studies, but I just know that when you <laughs> yeah, miss some sure. vitamin D, you know, even seasonal depression, I would sprinkle that in there. But when you have a little bit of vitamin D, you know, your mood can shift and it can really refresh you in a sense to kind of like give you this sense of escape. Yeah. Which will which can help aid in those less pleasing circumstances that a lot of people in America are in.
0: Yeah. I think so. And I think soft life is directly, I know for me at least, and I think for you as well, like soft life and mental health are directly connected. For me, the idea of a soft life is mostly making sure my mental health is okay. And like all these little things, like being able to take a day off, being able to sleep a whole day, being able to go for walks, being able to turn off my phone uh, are all... Like things that are helping me to create a space where I'm feeling good, mental health wise. Like, because to me, yes, I have access to therapy, and thank God that I do. But like, that ain't a soft life for me. Therapy is hard as shit. It's so, hard. Like, that's not I'm, what I'm, they I'm talk therapy, about. Right, I'm in therapy, digging into my trauma, crying, and you know, like, because that's that ain't soft. I have to have my soft life after the session. Right. Right. <laughs> like, you know.
1: Relishing your achievements within yeah. the work.
0: Yeah, but like this. Soft. The idea of, uh, I know we talked about this previously, so you can speak to this as well. But like, if the result of me not living in soft life, which is like, you know, just relinquishing stress and anxiety is detrimental to me, like detrimental to my health. I make sure that I avoid things that trigger me Mm -hmm. at all costs. (laughs) And that's part of my soft life. But can you tell me how that
1: shows up for you? I think I create boundaries within my life.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Over the past few years, I've gotten a lot better with that. But as a kid, I was a people pleaser, mm-hmm. and so I always wanted to be the good kid. I always wanted to make sure that there was no reason that you could punish me or give me no. Re- There's no. I'm always. I'm always going to show up for you. Like me mm. to the to the parents, me to the adults in the room, or on on the family trips. You're not ever going to really look at me. I'm not going to create any problems for you. Mm. Um and. <laughs> When I sat with myself and realized, (laughs) I was gonna say that don't sound good, girl. (laughs) No, it doesn't, because it man. And as an adult, it manifests as you have little to no boundaries, and you always need to bend to everyone's need. You always, you never create enough space for yourself. And so, I'm gonna repeat myself a couple times in this conversation, in this episode, and and it and it's just for me to mentally reinforce the fact that that's what I need. I need to create space. I need to set boundaries. And that's in all parts of my life. And that protects me from going back to those childhood triggers, which I really think is what it is, because it was really my twenties were hard. Twenties were tough. And I had to figure it out. And I had to just sit and learn and unlearn and just get to the bottom of like what I wanted for my life. Mm -hmm. And I knew when I did certain things or just created a stronger boundary. Base. I was, I was less anxious. I, I felt like I had a bit of control, but in a way that was helpful to me and not to control the outcome. It was mm-hmm. like I know I'll be good if I set these parameters in this situation. I have to stop doing overachieving at work because that's not really going. You know, it, yeah. Just do this, like just incrementation of boundaries for me. Yeah, was top tier. Soft yeah. life. That makes a you. lot of
0: sense. It makes a lot of sense, and I think it's every, every like you just said, like every area of your life. Like for me, I don't really struggle with the work boundaries because I came to a place a long time where ago, where a long time ago, where I was like, if I stop doing my job, these if I <laughs> these people are gonna fire me, and they're not gonna care, right? <laughs> like, or, or like you know, like they will replace me in a heartbeat. Like they mm-hmm. don't. Capitalist America and corporations do not care about you. Like, let's get that straight. Like, you might be Period. working with, you might be working with a group of people, a group of people that are great and wonderful, and you all get along, and that's all wonderful and dandy. But capitalism is above all of that, right? <laughs> like, so I'm, I i can not afford to let this company run me into the ground because they're gonna replace me after I'm dead. Expeditiously. You know, know, not saying I'm on bad. Thank God. (laughs) Hallelujah. And thankfully I've never worked at a, a company that's run me into the ground. Let me clarify. But I stopped doing that in the area of work, right? But it's very hard as a black woman to do so because you feel like you're you're, you're coming from, like all eyes are on you, right? When, when I'm in these predominantly white workplaces, these white spaces, I feel like I have to work twice as hard to prove that I belong here, sort of like imposter syndrome, right? And so that was part of the reason why in the past I would overwork myself. And I'm like, mm. I'm not doing that anymore. I don't have anything to prove to anybody. I went to school, I got my education. I'm good at what I do. You either see it or you don't. But do Also, episode? there's no yeah.
1: benefit, yeah, to the extra work. There's a benefit for
0: them,
1: but well, <laughs> for you, at the end of the day, you ain't taking home no extra bacon. Yeah, you know, I think in my experience, I, I don't thrive and have not yet fully thrived in majority non-black, non-colored spaces, non-melanated spaces. So, so who has? Current- <laughs> I, yeah you're right um or I thought I might mm-hmm. mess up a check but hey mm-hmm. <laughs> but like my current role like the work that I'm doing now it's super it's super it's a catch-22 mm-hmm. and so for, based on my experience in the beginning you're young and you do want to prove yourself or you do want to see how far you can stretch but that nonprofit sector is no joke all mm-hmm. hands on deck you may not get the recognition People may not even know what you did in the thing, um, but I've used it to my advantage where I've reached a point or I reached a point where I was like, this is what I want to do. I got re- I got you know, I, I built a reputation around I I do the work. I don't overdo it. I just do what I'm hired to do. Yeah. And I do it well. And um, period poo. Right. And And now I've reached a point where I can say, OK, so I don't really I don't enjoy doing that part of the work anymore. Can we hire someone else or can we find, you know, because I feel like there's a higher reward in focusing on this part of the job that I do.
0: Mm-hmm. And then
1: showing the proof that that, that that is apparent and I have time and time again, it's hurt. And so in yeah. the nonprofit sector, I also want to credit, like, I have all Black women as as leaders. Mm-hmm. And so we are very big on, you need a mental health day? You don't even got to tell us. I wish. Like, It's a, it's a text. Hey, Mm -hmm. I'm having one of those days. Can we reschedule our call? Or can we meet again, like later today or whatever? It's not what's going on. It's not who did what, like, it's okay, cool. Yeah, I hope you feel better. Yeah, as it should be, though, as As it it should, that should be a normal
0: mental health, be normal. Off personal days should be normal, but that's not. That's why I always keep bringing it back to capitalism. I don't <laughs> want to give you that thing if it co- it's going to cost them. Thankfully, I'm at an organization that cares about my mental health, but there's a lot of people that are, are not
1: right. Yeah, but your the, role though in within the space within the ecosystem is heavy. Yeah, you know, uh, maybe mm. journalism <laughs> is kind of tough.
0: Yeah, it it definitely is tough, and I'm not going to say
1: kinda. It is.
0: Yeah, I'm really desensitized to it. But that's another thing, talking about soft life. I used to cover true crime, do short documentaries on true crime. And that was really like taking a, like, why would I do that?
1: Me and my therapist were talking about Did this. you choose that life, friend? Or did that life choose you? So it's
0: crazy because I didn't go to school for producing documentaries at all. I went to school for long form journalism, feature writing, which is like my main thing. And then I kind of just fell into producing these little like short documentaries and was really good at it. And I'm the type, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm super empathetic. I feel other people's emotions. Like Mm -hmm. I'm the type of person who's at the end of the movie balling in the theater by (laughs) myself. Like I absorb emotions, going back to boundaries, why they're so important. And so I was good at writing Mm -hmm. (laughs) other people's stories because I'm literally absorbing their emotions and then putting everything they feel on video or on paper. Zero out of 10 would not recommend. While I'm incredibly thankful to be able to have told these people's stories, um, the mental health toll that it was taking on me was not good. And so that's why I quit. I do want to eventually go back to Producing documentaries, but when I know what I want to do it for, so soft life choice,
1: right? Yeah, you know I want to do a quick pivot. Yeah, do you, girl? Because you know we can't leave this part out of the out of the podcast. Yeah, I want to talk about the influence of soft life and dating. Well, actually, 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 I had a really interesting conversation with someone a few weeks back, mm-hmm. and they shared their their thought of what soft life was. And mm-hmm. it was completely opposite of everything that we're talking about. Right. And so mm-hmm. and so I'm gonna share real quick and then I want your thoughts on it. But okay. like pop culture was a big thing. The the idea that so for example, this is the example that he gave me. He was like, you know, this soft life stuff, I don't know about it because, you know, I think I don't appreciate how women I'm paraphrasing here, how women can think that they can be with their man from Monday to Friday and on the weekends they can just shake, shake their stuff on a yacht somewhere and get paid to be flown out and then go back to their man. And I was like What? What does that even help, mean? Help me unpack that. And I was like, where are you getting this from? Where are you getting this idea from? He was like, well, you know, the City Girls and Megan Thee Stallion and and social media. Like, I just feel like, you know, I, I just don't, I'm not, I can't really be down with this soft life movement. And I was like...
0: <laughs> "Is Wait, is soft life a synonym for city girl life? I'm, I'm right. Those
1: it was are super two, interesting. Those are two separate things. Yeah. Like, I was like, wait a minute. Okay. Can we unpack this? We unpacked it. And also, I was like, bro, is this the algorithm for you? Like, are you choosing to click on things that can, like, create this idea, like, in front of you of what you want to see or what yeah. your thoughts are, like, you know? But I'm
0: also confused because... The two things here are (laughs) that he's confusing city girl life and soft girl girl life, which to me is problematic because what he's really mad at is women doing whatever they want and feeling empowered by it. What are are the things that city girl life and soft life have in common? It's women
1: doing whatever they want. That's what you have a problem with. (laughs) Say that. I'm say that. Saying. I wish I could see me right now. I yeah. It,
0: just, I, so, like, do you really have a problem with people living their best lives? Or do you have a problem with women living their best lives when it doesn't include you?
1: And if they're not your girl, why are you worried about them? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, what is that even, sir? Goodbye. Nothing to say. Yeah. I mean, I, I share my <laughs> thoughts kind of like where we were. Um, yeah. And he was open enough to see like, oh, yeah, okay. Now I, I see your perspective and I've never heard it that way. And mm-hmm. I appreciate you telling me how you how you see it. Because yeah. that's how I feel like it's been going on the internet's on outdoors like, internet.
0: You got the wrong definition, my
1: G. <laughs> I feel like Maya, if you were there, it would yeah, it, it would have It wouldn't <laughs> went because I'm so PC. I'm so like I'm the, not like a. It's because I'm very I'm very like you know what I feel like in his heart he doesn't feel he doesn't mean ill will. So I'm gonna just explain it and so and, my, okay. and me I'd be like so you're a sexist. <laughs> yes, straight for the jugular. Help unpack that for me. <laughs> I got to do better, but I, no, I don't. No, you don't. don't. That's don't you. Know. It was like, a beautiful uh, space, though, where where I love those types of conversations, though, because yeah. like, you can have you can have a space where you all don't agree on something, mm-hmm. but you are open to understanding. So you and I are dating right now. We're out here. Well, I mean, yes. we're not out here. I said we're you know dating. I
0: mean. Snows <laughs> <It's laughs> to me. You know
1: what I meant. Okay. We both on. are dating people, not mm-hmm. each other. That mm-hmm, would be mm-hmm. weird. Considering everyone thinks we're related. Yeah. That's kind of fun. We might do a photo shoot when we kind of like force that to happen. Cool. We, we kind of did already by accident. But go ahead. You're right. Okay. <laughs> um. But yeah, I, I, I think I can share my experience in, in how I navigate this soft life through dating. And a part of me like feels like choosing what works for me not dealing with men that are just like I don't know. In my initial dating experiences over the past like maybe year or so, like I've encountered people, men where I'm just like, well, I don't know. Maybe I don't know all of what I what I like, but I have a core mm-hmm. idea of what I like, right? And I'm just like, am is it is it too am I just meeting people just to meet people? Like am I giving people chances that don't need to be giving people chances? Like that I should be able to choose like be empowered to make choices about who and whose I want to date but mm-hmm. when I thought about dating and soft life I in I instantly started bringing in the femininity aspect of it mm-hmm. and I don't know if that and that's just where my brain automatically goes yeah. and and so that like soft, soft life
0: is being in your feminine en- energy
1: right and dating okay. Um, okay. In it's, general, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, a- and exuding this level of femininity where I can, I can choose to do certain things within dating, but I choose not to. Mm-hmm. So, so the for example, allowing the space for the man to open the door, as he I'm, should, as he should. But you know, it- <laughs> he's talking to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you know, we we both lived in New York. You live in New York now, and I can just be yeah, yeah. so quick to go into that space where I can do it myself. I'm fine. I'm good. But I've mm-hmm. kind of I've relaxed that muscle in dating so much. Yeah, like my wrist is broke. I can't do nothing. Can you help me with this? Mm-hmm. Can you grab this? Thank you so much. You're so strong.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I feel that,
1: and and that's like how I'm navigating it. Oh, mm-hmm. up until this point and I just I want to know like are there things that you notice in this era of soft life isms has has that made an impact in your dating life or or what what that looks like for you right now in
0: um dating? yeah before I embraced soft life I want to say I did a lot more trying in dating
1: like Mm
0: -hmm. me taking the lead or me like reaching out if he's not reaching out to me and like I always knew that was wrong and I think me Amanda talked about this in a (laughs) previous episode this is kind of problematic but my mom has always told me this um which is like you can be a pancake or a crepe (laughs) you can get pancakes everywhere you can't get crepes everywhere so be the crepe right like be the rare person right so when I was younger I was like mom that's so dumb like he's gonna like me for who I am and like the older I get the more I realize what she's talking about Mm -hmm. so like part of me is soft life is I don't chase anybody like I believe in being pursued I believe Mm -hmm. a man that likes me as we talked about in the last episode is going to show me he likes me I've never really so I think people have a lot of misconceptions about what it like my personality because I'm a very like strong opinionated go-getter person who does what I want and like says what I want. I think people get that very like confused about how that translates into dating for me. So Mm -hmm. I'm not that way in dating. I am literally the exact opposite. Like I do not chase. I do not call. I let you do whatever you want to do. You want to take care of me. You want to bring me flowers. You want to open the door for me. Yes, yes, yes. My answer is always yes. You can do whatever you want for me. And I have no problem receiving that. Mm
1: -hmm. What I have
0: a problem with is letting my guard down enough to receive the emotional support. Like Mm -hmm. physical support is nothing for me. And me and you were talking about this. So like my father, not the best emotional support guy. Great if I need him in a physical way. Hey, can you bring Mm -hmm. me groceries? Hey, can you do this thing for me? So Mm -hmm. it's very easy for me to be feminine and allow men to do things for me. It's much harder for me to be vulnerable. But tell me how that, like, how does that pan out for you? I
1: think as I've embarked my 30s, I can't use my 20-year self, my 20s self. Because mm-hmm. that, that was just an abomination. Not an abomination. It was just, you know, you Yeah, don't you judge learn. yourself. <laughs> yeah. Let me be more kind. Let me give mm-hmm. myself some grace. Um, But it, in the 30s, I just, I... I look at I look at boundaries again. I'm empowered by them within mm-hmm. dating. Mm-hmm. And and I think that being soft lights for me is I'm going to tell you like who I am, how I am, and it's take it or leave it, but it's not I'm not going to say it to you directly. You're going it's going to be Your it's going to be mentioned, but it's going to be in my essence. Like I've mm-hmm. had men around me and they're like I got a feeling like you not to be played with. And I said, no, I'm not, but i'm I'm always a light in a room, right? Yeah, yeah, and so those things, there's always this balance. and yeah. it's super cool because your essence is your essence. And I feel like we both have similar personalities where people gravitate towards us mm-hmm. and and it's a really cool spot to be in. When you are very aware of yourself and what you're willing yeah. to walk away from. So like soft life is the the boundary setting for me in dating, but it's also like, I never put in more than I'm willing to walk away from. And that's something that I said in the dating episode, which is still true and consistent. Like soft life is, I'm going to enjoy this moment and be in this space, yeah, but I'm also not going to be chasing after you to 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 follow up because I know, I know in myself, like I'm giving that girl because I am very confident in who I am. Mm-hmm. And like, if that's not for you, then it's not for you. And we just going to leave so it at good. that. Yeah.
0: I'll be really excited to embrace a soft life when it comes to the emotions of dating, right? Like, I think that'll be a very beautiful season for me to be able mm-hmm. to do, but I think it comes with a man who gives masculine trustworthy energy that I can like rest in, right? Like I don't know if you've ever been in a relationship. Like that masculine kind of like fearful emotional energy really only comes out with, with me and men I can't I know I can't trust. Mm. Right? Like it doesn't come out when I'm dealing with somebody who really fucks with me or who really is like truly wanting to support me. Like I've always felt soft and you know like but my guard immediately. And to me, that's intuition. Like mm-hmm. if I'm that way with you. Yep, You probably can't be trusted. And that's just, how, that's just what I think about
1: it. <laughs> can't be trusted or I don't take you seriously, but I can't take you seriously. Yeah. That's, yeah. I think we were talking about that the other day. <laughs> what? <laughs> just, <laughs> this don't have nothing to do with self life. Just dating. <laughs> you know, we, yeah. we may notice ourselves doing certain things that we wouldn't normally do. Just mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, That experience, you just don't see anything going past that.
0: Yeah, yeah, oh, for sure.
1: That's what I was like. like,
0: (laughs) And that's another thing too. I don't think there. I think that uh, that masculine energy for women is sometimes like looked down upon. But I don't think in a lot of areas of life, like the reason I'm in the position I am in. And my career is because of my masculine energy. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think that's great and a great attribute. I just want to be able to turn it off when I want to turn it off, which I do. And I'm sure you do too. Yeah,
1: for sure. Trust me.
0: Exactly. But also like what you were saying. Like, I could be real masculine if I want something and I'm like, mm, I don't see this going anywhere long term. So let me just switcharoo this into the situation that I want it to be. I can be real masculine when it comes to that and I don't see a problem with that
1: either. And walk away from it and be just fine.
0: Got Got what I needed from the situation. And, and y'all that going. could really mean anything. And that could really mean anything. Yeah, it could mean anything, but I'm not doing that with someone I want to be with
1: or opening yourself up to those types of experiences. That could be like a one-off dinner. You know what I mean? That could be like what a, I mean?
0: a like, Come take me out.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure you've had instances where someone's been continuously reaching out to you and maybe you're not completely interested. They're cool, but they are you're very you have been very clear about where you stand. Uh huh. Right, and yeah. and like they're like, "Hey, but I'm in town. Like, I'd love to just like grab dinner. Would you be free? Would you go to dinner? Or do mm, you feel like no, that's a way?" If I have
0: no attraction to them, not nah.
1: for what. You... <laughs> <laughs> it's not the attraction thing because we talked about this. Oh, too. what is it? You just know it won't make sense you in mean, the long is run. he
0: fine. Is he fine?
1: Yeah, he's cute.
0: Oh, I'm going. Yeah, why not? <laughs> fun <laughs> yeah I'm but I was just talking about this on our Instagram story on the talk about a Sis Instagram story I am an advocate of dating I'm an advocate of having a roster I'm I am an advocate of every it don't gotta be I'm gonna marry you I can just date to have fun because I'm young and vibrant and fine like why would I not just be going out on dates and living my best life
1: let's go back to you being fine yeah Honey.
0: <laughs> yeah <me> <laughs> thank you thank you
1: we're Just both beautiful young yes. yeah we're,
0: we're both beautiful young women and like i feel like your 30s is your prime and i'm gonna go out and date and live my best life like i feel like i i'm way more confident in my early 30s than i ever was in my 20s yeah so and, I've, and i and part of that is it's like life coming full circle and us being able to be in a space where we can live a softer life That's all part of like us being the finest we could be, right? When you're struggling and you don't know where you're getting your job, and when life is hard and you're trying to figure out who the hell you are, and like stress, yeah, stress, just trying to figure out what life is about. Then you hit your thirties and you kind of like, I don't, you know, there's no formula, but you kind of hit this stride, right? Where like mm-hmm. life is a little bit easier, you're a little more stable, you understand what life is about, you know who you are, you can embrace that soft side of yourself. That's all about being. That's all about being sexy. Yeah soft life is sexy hashtag <laughs> <laughs> but are you going on that dinner uh-huh are you going to the dinner with the guy that you don't really like like that and it
1: doesn't really make much sense but he's fine mm, as long as it was very clear as to like we've had a conversation where like <laughs> these boundaries yeah bro like-
0: i feel it i believe you... in boundaries but i
1: don't believe in like like i'm gonna say it once and that's it yeah no what i'm saying is that the context for the agreement is yeah. that like we're on the same page about what this is period yeah so like don't try nothing you know what time this is and this isn't i this just feel like isn't men new
0: don't. men don't be caring
1: Like, you'll tell them
0: 50 million times that, like, this is nothing, and then he'll be out. So, like, what's good with you?
1: So They choose not to care. They choose not to care. But you know what I do? If my sister's in town, I'll be like, yeah, like, let's all go out. Like, my sister's Uh, in town. I wish. it's there. I wish. It's fine. You're my sister, and we're sharing the news now. We're related. What? I'm just... (laughs) Oh. Oh, me? Oh. Yes. No, but yeah, that's what I do. Like I create a group situation. If you really, if you're that, if you're that drawn to just being around me, because like so I tell you, we are two of the same. You and I. We people gravitate. Yeah, it becomes an infectious thing. And so, like, if if I feel like in that scenario with that given person gets it, yeah, I, it it may not be dinner. It may be drinks, and like it may be with some other girlfriends of mine that he may know. So. There are lots of factors there.
0: Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> so in what areas of your life do you want to, um, or maybe it's none or maybe it's just one,
1: do mm-hmm. you want to practice living a softer life?
0: Like the life you're living is not soft enough. My routine
1: isn't soft enough. And mm. when I say routine, I don't have enough boundaries up for my routine. I don't honor myself enough with a routine. Mm. Girl. Ooh. That's a statement. <laughs> <sighs> Ooh, let's sit on that one. <laughs> Okay. I'm being very disrespectful. Um I know I know that it is so important and it and it's invaluable and it never misses and there's something that's not connecting for me and I just have to make that commitment for myself. Um it's so funny. I was talking to my twin sister and I was like October really for me is it's a time of like October Of every year, it's a very pivotal space for me. I start to hit my stride and really set some groundwork for myself. But I said, I can't go another, I can't go into another year like continuing to put other things like career, like dating, like friendships before I can create this important foundational routine for myself. And that's Mm -hmm. the day to day. You know, um, what does my workout schedule look like? Um, how often am I doing things that actually I'm passionate about outside of work? Mm-hmm. Um, how You know nature is good to you. So how often are you going to be in nature this week? You know, it's like small things that I know that um, I can always take for granted. And sometimes I do great and sometimes I do terrible. But most times I do terrible. And I'm going to mm-hmm. be honest. Mm-hmm fully transparent about that. Um and I just it's so crazy because you just see the fruits that come from that level of consistency and like honoring of self. Yeah. And I think this is that time where I'm really gonna dig in deep and like mm-hmm. embrace that part of the soft life that I've like denied of myself for what yeah. reason, I'm not sure, but we won't get the we gonna get this thing cracking.
0: Yeah, that's what I was gonna ask you next. One, I was gonna say give yourself some grace. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like you're being really hard on yourself, and like I think that what you said is like what most people struggle with. Struggle with like discipline is literally most people struggle. If you don't have like a naturally disciplined personality, and two, it's like what's the why do you think
1: that your self care in that area is n- like not happening? I think it's I can't I have to give myself even more grace because my current circumstances are just if I was in a space. If I was in a different space and place, mm-hmm. then I think it would be a lot easier. Literally yeah. was talking to Allison about this. Like we have to be aware that like this stage of our lives with me I can't expect how do I put this? Caring for others is a lot. Mm-hmm. And so that's been a part of my life for 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 a few years now and and that's probably why cuz as soon as I stopped yeah. caring for other people in my family um it when I was living alone in New York it was great right i had this way of of doing that that was a luxury yeah. and so so when you have things like caring for others you have other care you have people being caregivers you have people you know being parents and and step parents and all of that it just it busts wide open if you are really being like if you really have a strong, you have to have a strong foundation. And so I think that's really what it is. I think. Yeah. I feel like you're
0: doing the best you can.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And if but, that's
0: terrible, that's okay.
1: You know? But I need to get to the next, but I know that what is required, God, God be talking to me, Cheryl. And
0: mm-hmm. like,
1: I know what is required of me in order to get to this next step. So this season is, He's creating this level of resistance. He's creating this level of resistance in my life. He said, "If you can do it here, mm-hmm. you can. You can do eons where I want to take you.
0: Mm-hmm. If you can care for yourself, if you could create a consistent yes.
1: routine and caring for
0: yourself. Okay, that's deep. Yeah, that's deep. Oof. And I get mm. that." I get that. See, like I and that's that goes back to our what we started out with, which is like privilege. Like it's a privilege to have free time. It's a privilege to not have to have all these other life responsibilities. Like I have very few life responsibilities if I'm being completely honest with being like, yes, I've had moments in my life where I've had to care for others. But when I am a single with no kids (laughs) living in my own apartment, like what? real responsibilities out do I have outside of like paying my bills and and chilling and going to work like mm-hmm. you know like <laughs> so that's a privilege and I realize that and I also have a super regimented personality like so anything if I you know I consistently go to the gym and that's because like once I come up with a routine I don't feel like myself if I don't stick to the routine but look I uh, but it, I can afford to do so because I have nothing else to do right so that's why I was
1: just saying give yourself grace because it makes total sense
0: yeah why you look at me
1: like that? <laughs> no, nah, because it's, it's just so crazy because, like, we have these conversations, you and I, just off off the rip, like, not even recording. And, like, I have these conversations with family and friends, and it, it just, it, ke- it keeps becoming, re- like, a reoccurring thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you hear something enough and you, you know about something enough and you realize you got to do something enough, it's like, mm-hmm. let's build that momentum to like keep yeah. moving forward. But you're right. There, there, we, we are in very different places, but also mm-hmm. we are in very similar spaces. So it's like, yeah, it's yeah, so interesting. It's
0: interesting. We have like a lot of the same <laughs> things going on in our life with a lot of differences too. Though. Mm-hmm. Um, life, man. It, It'd be life in, bro. But I think both of us are trying to embrace soft life. We're both trying to embrace femininity. We're both trying to just lean into like a chill, peaceful, mentally well, whole, spiritually fulfilled life. And I think that's important.
1: Yeah. And and leaning into being more present and like being unapologetic about that.
0: Yeah, I need to... I think that's mm-hmm. when I was going to say that. I think that's one thing that I need to improve on as far as like living in my softness and that's living in the present. I have a intense planning spirit. <laughs> like what's next? What am I doing? What's tomorrow? What is life going to look like in a year? Like how am I getting there? Um, I'm very goal oriented and I'm like I said, I have a very regimented personality. Capricorn, moon, you know, I'm say it. So actually I got Capricorn in like five of my planets. So it makes sense that
1: I'm very regimented. Um, wow. That's yeah. Chinese to me. I'm confused. Yeah. But I love it. I love yeah, the sound of it. Yeah, are, Capricorns
0: are like known for stability and hard work and drive and black oh, and my white. My mama was stress, a Capricorn. Like, yeah. So like I'm sure
1: she got shit done. <laughs> Yeah, but she was just, she was just late. So she just made all the clocks go back. So she won't be late. I'm dead. I'll be late, Cause you know, I'd be late, but back to you. Oh,
0: she put, wait, she put the clocks back so she wouldn't be late. Why are you laughing?
1: <laughs> because it's hilarious. All the clocks in our house would be like 10 to 15 minutes, like early.
0: See, but that's so responsible. That's such a Capricorn thing to do. Yeah. So that she wouldn't be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she wouldn't be late. Cause you know how I feel about lateness. I'm I never know. Late. I will show up at the party at 6 p.m. You said this party's at 6 p.m. It's only now that I've moved to New York that people, like, just show up, like, 45 minutes late. If yeah, people. please. I'm like, why is nobody here? And I've had to learn to be on PC time.
1: Like, I'm like, okay. You the- ain't missing nothing, baby.
0: Yeah, it ain't me. I just, I like to be on time. I'm like, time is it priceless. Is. It's so important. And I don't think people respect it enough or realize how important time is. Mm -hmm. but anyways that's a that's a conversation for another day anyways i'm happy that we had this conversation about soft life yay i hope that you guys are out there living your soft lives right
1: because it's important
0: and to the best of your ability it's hard Mm -hmm. it's hard so shout out to
1: all the moms out there trying to live a soft life all the parents all the parents yeah shout yeah. out to and, all the differently able people trying to navigate this space too amen and we
0: didn't really talk about soft life for men but so we can say that for a different day but um
1: we should bring a guest in
0: um and hopefully we'll have a guest on soon so guys stay tuned for that but thank you all so much for joining us for another episode of talk about it sis and we'll see you guys in the next episode Do yeah. sis. bye